0: The Denver Nuggets take down the Los Angeles Lakers in L.A. on Kobe night. And Jamal Murray, who attended the Mamba Academy in 2019, he pays homage to Kobe Bryant by obviously putting up another great clutch performance. And the Denver Nuggets, man, they continue to stack wins together, moving on to 36-16 and on the season. What does this mean for the Denver Nuggets and the rest of the year? Are they poised to continue to make another run towards another championship, y'all? We're going to tap into it. we got a lot to talk about here at Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Going on, y'all. Welcome to Locked Uh Nuggets. This is your host, Swiper. Your team every day. So glad that you're here with us. Y'all, shout out to the chat, shout out to everybody. What's up, Freddie? What's up, Ryan? What's up, everybody? Glad that y'all are here today. This has been a big day, Rob. That's right. Just here for the MPJ haters. He continues to put it up. We got John in the house. What's up, John? Cosmic, what's going on, everybody? So glad. That y'all are here, Doctor. Everybody, five 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 ish. What's up, my people? So glad that y'all are here, y'all. The Denver Nuggets get a great win in Los Angeles on a night where the Los Angeles Lakers are are debuting, debuting Kobe Bryant statue. Uh, you got Vanessa Bryant who was there. Uh, the children were there as well, I believe. And you got Paul Gasol in on the night. It was a very emotional night around the league, obviously, because this is a big moment ever since we lost Kobe in January 26, 2020. It's been a significant loss for a lot of people, obviously, mostly for his family and for his loved ones. So this is one of the great games of the year because you get the play versus a Lakers team on this night, but then you get a chance for somebody like Jamal Murray to be able to tap into who he is and you get a clutch fourth quarter poised win where everybody has to show up and give something, give something of themselves in order to secure the victory. So this is really, man, a testament to the Denver Nuggets and who they have turned into. This team that any situation, despite any circumstance, they just got them all And so today, man, we're just so excited to see what the Denver Nuggets were able to do. They were able to win 114 to 106, y'all. And I got to tell y'all, this game started off very frantically. The first five minutes of the game, both teams were basically throwing haymakers. I'm talking about dunk, running in transition, every missed shot. They're trying to get a transition opportunity. Open three-pointers for the Nuggets. The Nuggets forgot up 10-2 to at one point in time. They got up 12-2. to The Lakers stormed back into the game, 12-9, timeout, Michael Malone. And it was just a very, very, very frantic face that you already knew. Uh, that nobody was going to be able to keep up with that kind of intensity. Uh, but Michael Porter Jr., y'all, when I tell you, I think he had nine straight points in the first quarter. MPJ started this game off. He got a nice little baseline dunk on Rui Hachimura, got a nice little intra movement three-point shot. He was finishing that little floater that he likes to do from that six-foot, eight-foot area. Michael Porter was excellent yesterday, and he really got the game started uh, with 11 quick points inside of that first quarter. And Porter, 27 points, 27 points, eight rebounds, and two assists from Michael Porter Jr., four of seven from the three-point line. Got a chance to get his, uh, I think, his rhythm back. You know, they had three days off. Again, I think a lot of people miss this, that Porter has played in every game this season so far, every single one of them. He's played more than anybody. And I think for Porter, not only that, but he led the Nuggets in minutes last night, played 38 minutes. So really, this is a testament to the work that Porter has put in, that he's even able to give these kind of performances to play this consistently in 52 games, 52 out of 52. And he's a huge reason why they're tied for the first seed and the second best overall record in the NBA at 36 and 16. And Porter was excellent, 27 points, dynamite performance from Michael Porter Jr. Uh, Nikola Jokic tonight. 36 minutes played, 24 points, 13 rebounds, 9 assists. Only 9 of 20 from the field. Now, he took th- six threes last night. So, he was 50% from three yesterday when he shot 7 of 14, but he was 2 of 6. Sorry, 7 of, seven of 14 from two, 2 of 6 from three, 50% from two. He was 33% from three, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. He had three blocks yesterday, too, y'all. Jokic had masterful defense. Uh, Anthony Davis, at one point in time, tried to – Go baseline on Joker. Joker's able to wall him off a little bit. AG, AD goes up. He's able to block the shot. They get a chance to run off and transition yesterday. Jokic had a little interesting game because he had six turnovers yesterday. Six of them. And y'all know how this goes. Sometimes when Joker is like just trying stuff. Like, you know, sometimes he's just in that mood where like, all right, I'm just going to throw the ball into this tight windows or whatever else it might be. He just doesn't take his good of care of the ball he normally does, and that's really what yesterday was. Now, the second half, the Lakers did a really good job yesterday, a really good job yesterday. Uh, At the end of the game, they wanted to get a double on the post on Joker, and so it's kind of reticent. A lot of y'all might remember the Golden State Warriors game that would end Golden State where Jokic made that three-pointer from half court, basically. What happened is, is that, they had him on the post, and LeBron would immediately come double, 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 trap, 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 trap. And so Jokic actually turned the ball over, and it led to a transition outlet opportunity for the Lakers. So what the Nuggets did, we're not going to talk about this now. We're going to talk about this in the second segment, because the Nuggets, again, they just, they're just they showing that there's levels to like continuity and cohesiveness. But they didn't put, instead of Jokic at the post, they put him at the nail. They put him at the nail. And then they're sitting here in a situation where, like, all right, bet, now they got multiple options, multiple looks. So Joker man really uh, played a really good game, uh, especially in the second half yesterday. Uh, I want to say going into the third quarter, uh, Joker was sitting at 20, 10, and five. You know he had played a, a pretty good game uh, over that point, but then he had five five nine four more assists. He didn't. By the way, he had an assist that went to Jamal Murray on a, a little a bounce pass through the lane that apparently wasn't count counted yesterday. I, I have no idea why that that didn't count it, but. He had a really good game yesterday, good rebounding, good defensive game as well from Nikola Jokic, y'all. Jamal Murray, y'all, 29 points, 7 rebounds, and 11 assists. Third straight game of double-digit assists for Jamal Murray, regular season record for him, and he was exceptional, man. Shot-making was incredible. Only really had one stint where he shot a little too many jumpers, I felt like, but, man, I'm talking about, like, the only things that he missed – he had some really good defense in the first quarter he was playing against. He tried to do an uh, underhanded scoop and all this other stuff. And so it looked like he was going to be a little more, a little sloppy, but he just took over the game, man. And down the stretch of the game, his shot making, his pull-up shooting, all of it, man. And this playmaking, and again, Jamal Murray staggering with that second unit, that's a development. Because what happened was at the end of the first quarter, you had back-to-back threes from Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. And literally when Jokic went out of the game, the Lakers basically like the Heat did in the finals and also like the Thunder did when it was just Jamal Murray, no Jokic in that game. They're basically saying like, hey, we're going to sell out in Jamal Murray. And so we're going to literally, we're going to hard trap you. And that way, when we hard trap you, now you got to make a decision. Are you going to try to beat the trap or are you going to try to get the ball somewhere else? And he did an excellent job. bro, And I mean an excellent job where he was getting in the hard trap. All right, first one out, Christian Brown. Christian Brown, wide up with three-pointer in the corner. Hard trap, other side, Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson, wide open three-point shot. And then, because what happens is every time they would run a little screen, DJ would do a straight cut to the rim, and he found DJ on another opportunity. He backed out the hedge. The trap came, threw it to DJ. DJ is able to finish it over Austin Reeves. So there were multiple opportunities that he had yesterday to display his ability as a playmaker. To display his ability as a three-point shooter, as a shot creator, and he did an excellent job all the way around, man. Really, just excellent game from Jamal Murray, and then Eric Gordon yesterday, only 11 points, uh, but he had 11 points, four rebounds, and three assists. He was five of eight from the field, over two from three. You know, again, so five of six from two yesterday had multiple alley-oop finishes yesterday. Looks really, really spry, really springy. Uh, He also had one block and two steals, and he was a game-high at plus 18. Again, y'all, Nikola Jokic with a plus 10. Michael Porter was a plus 6. Jamal Murray, plus 17. Aaron Gordon was a game-high plus 18. Just a really, really great performance from Aaron Gordon, man. And again, his defense on LeBron, his rotational defense, him and MPJ, uh, they make all the difference for the Denver Nuggets, so really great game from him. Uh, finishing incredibly well. And then no KCP last night. Justin Holliday gets to start, only scores two points, has one rebound, one assist like 22 minutes y'all but he was a plus 11 even though he fouled out uh with six so there's more we got to get into we're going to talk about the Denver Nuggets clutch adjustments that they made and what makes them so special in those situations and man there really are just levels to what the Nuggets are able to tap into that honestly man it just makes them that much better than anybody else in the NBA man and they're just playing at a really Really, really special level right now. But we're going to talk about all that and more in segment two here at Locked On Nuggets. So y'all, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire. Every week, we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. So y'all, Marvin Bagley III, likely going to be Washington's starting center after the Daniil Gafford trade, and he's worth grabbing in fantasy leagues. He's going to get a lot of rebounds, a lot of opportunities at the rim. Taylor Hendricks, Kelly Olen is gone. He's a top 10 pick. He's probably going to find a larger role with the Utah Jazz as well. Cody Martin could be in a strong role uh, for Charlotte with Gordon Hayward down. And now Benedict Mathurin, Buddy Hills in Philly. So Benny has a great opportunity in front of him. So Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship at eBay Motors. knows a championship team. It's about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Now, as you all know, I got, a, I got a car that I, I really love to take care of. I actually got to get her clean this weekend. I want to make sure that everything is detailed, that my services are up to date, my tires are up to date, all that stuff. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly, brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible terms only. Exclusion apply. Y'all, we'll be right back at Locked On Notes. Yup. We are back here for segment two of Locks On Nuggets, y'all. And the Denver Nuggets, they're rolling 36-16. and They look good. They look strong. They look powerful. They look cohesive. And even without KCP yesterday, they were able to get a very important win over the Los Angeles Lakers to continue to keep pace at the top of the Western Conference, y'all. But, y'all, let me read a little something to y'all. So we know that the Denver Nuggets are good in the clutch. We know that they have traditionally been good in the clutch since that 2018-19 season. We know that they've had playoffs in the 2019 season, the 2020 season, the 2021 season, and the 2022 season, where they had all their guys, or they didn't have all their guys, and they had to learn how to play together. So it doesn't surprise anyone that so far this season, the Denver Nuggets, y'all, have played in 27, 27 games with a clutch opportunity. And the Denver Nuggets are 18 and 9 in those games. 27 games in a clutch opportunity, and they are 18 and 9 in those games. And the Denver Nuggets have a 119.3 offensive rating, which is top 10 in the clutch, but they have a 94.3 defensive rating. 94.3 defensive rating in the clutch, which leads the NBA, by the way. And they also are leading the NBA in net rating in the clutch with a plus 25 net rating. And they have a pretty good, a two to one assist to turnover ratio in the clutch. Um, They have a 60.5% assist percentage in the clutch, meaning they're sharing the ball really well. Um, That actually ranks seventh in the NBA in terms of assist percentage in clutch moments. And the true shooting percentage, the Denver Nuggets are also sixth in the NBA, 62.4% true shooting in the clutch. They really just take care of business. They stand on business. A standoff business in the clutch. And yesterday was another opportunity, y'all. So Peyton Watson got an opportunity to close yesterday. And I thought, I think that this is a significant development. I talked about this last night on uh, the show, but Christian Brown coming into the year was the bona fide sixth man on the roster. Everybody knew it was going to be his job. And he plays the two and the three. Peyton has come so far along that Even with that development from last season, Peyton Watson yesterday with no KCP got subbed into the game when Justin Holiday went out, closed at that two. And he had a phenomenal play. Again, like I said in the first second, they moved Jokic out of the post. and moved him to the nail. That way they can see everything that's happening on the court at once. And that way Jokic has a clear opportunity to either score from the nail and get to the rim on a switch or to get that little pop shot he likes. From the free throw area, and so the Nuggets were running like a little horn set, where you have two players at the nail, and then Jamal Murray would kind of whip around to try to get a DHO opportunity off of Jokic. They would set it. He would set a back screen for Ag. Ag, if you get off, it's an oop. A back screen for Ag. If your man trails you and my man trails you because they're worried about you cutting to the rim, then he comes off of the DHO with a wide open three point opportunity. Or, or if you're not getting any of that, well. Now, you're just going to get into a simple DHO opportunity, and then now you can kind of play with the two-man game. So what happened yesterday, the Nuggets were tied. They were tied at one point in time. Jamal Murray, man, he he doesn't get off the DHO going around the three-point side, so on the upside of the court. So he has to go downside towards the rim because Torian, for instance, cutting off his lane. He goes underneath the screen. Torian can't trail correctly. Gets caught on Joker in AD. Jamal Murray, y'all, gives the ball on the DHO, going right, up, up court, going to his right, and literally just folds right into a three-point shot, nails it, nails it. Very next possession, the Denver Nuggets get a stop. Jamal Murray grabs the rebound. Instead of waiting, he sprints up the court. He assesses what's in front of him. Aaron Gordon goes to the right corner. Michael Porter Jr. goes to the left corner, I believe. And then literally, he sees an opportunity with Austin Reeves in front of him. Floater, mid-range shot. Bop. Nuggets up five. Next possession, another stop. That clutch defense, best in the NBA, gets a stop. Next possession, the Denver Nuggets. Jokic has the ball at the nail. Again, Murray's trying to get off. The little horn set to get a DHO opportunity. And Jokic, because he has eyes in the back of his head, he literally grabs the ball, and he's feeling out what the defense is going to do. So there's Peyton in the right corner. There's Peyton, there's, there's Aaron Gordon in the dunker spot. And then here, or Aaron Gordon's right here. And then here's Jamal. Backside is Michael Porter Jr. Again, he can't see him. Like he's facing to the right. It's like a horse. Like, you know, when the horses have the little, the blinds on, that's exactly what was happening yesterday. He only was looking to the right. But somehow, some way, Jokers he sees Jamal Murray. He sees the two defender, and it's like the spidey sense on the back of Joker's head. The spidey sense on the back of Joker's head go off, and it's like err err. And literally, as Austin Reeves is going after the ball, Jokic raises the ball. Austin Reeves' hand literally goes underneath the ball like this. He raises the ball, turns around, throws it to Porter, and Porter just <laughs> wide open. 8-0 run, Denver Nuggets. And basically, it was lights out after that. And I thought that was a crazy, dumb gamble by Austin Reed. That you got the best playmaker in the NBA. best Got the best playmaker in the NBA holding the ball at the nail in the clutch. And then you have one of the best shooters ever. Two who you're your man. And then you just leave him and abandon him and everything just fell apart from there. And then also, y'all, not to be outdone, Peyton Watson also had a great play in the segment where, again, Jokic has the ball on the nail, literally holding the ball, holding the ball, holding the ball. LeBron comes to double. Peyton, because he's learning the game, cuts off of LeBron. Literally, as soon as LeBron exits, he cuts off of him. Jokic finds him. Peyton gets to finish dunk. And Michael Porter Jr., again, not to be outclassed by A.G. as a dunker, also caught an alley-oop. To close the game as well. The Denver Nuggets basically went on a 10 to 2 run uh and they end up winning 114 106 when the game was tied at 104 at one point in time. And they just kept getting they're just they're they're just getting better. Again, they're not going to be perfect every time because Lou Dort might be able to put more pressure on to Jamal or Nikhil Alexander Walker or Jimmy Butler. There are players that can do it. The issue is is you have to in a half court setting get everything right defensively when you're guarding the Denver Nuggets to continue to put them in a different position than what they want to be in, which is basically anything. So y'all in segment three, I want to talk a little bit more about this, just this, uh, the this situation with Peyton Watson, but we're going to tap into tonight's game versus the Sacramento Kings, because this is a really big game, a really big game with a really important opportunity y'all. And I think there's a lot of stuff that the Nuggets can get through tonight, man. It's going to be a really, really important game coming up y'all, but y'all we'll be back in segment three, the final segment here at Locked on Nuggets. So are you are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? You ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Now our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect For City Drives and Great Escape, class-exclusive, Google built-in is your always-updating assistant, the call-on for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting to your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen informant system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-side crossover for your next adventure. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes a 2024 Nissan Pathfinder has room up to eight and expansive cargo capacity and advanced available four by four capability with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds towing. When adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder or Nissan Armada Armada, and go find your next big adventure. Shock! NissanUSA.com. And we'll be right back here for the final segment of Locked On Nuggets. Yup. We are back here for segment three of Locked On Nuggets, the final segment. This is your host, Swiper. Make sure y'all find us on iTunes and make sure you subscribe Give us a five-star, help people to get involved with in what we're doing and getting more listeners so we can give you more content, y'all. But, y'all, let's get to it, y'all. Peyton Washington, man. Again, y'all, he's finishing at the two. He's finishing at the three on games for MPJ at times. He's finishing at the four when there's no AG. Or if Peyton Washington's shooting really well, Michael Malone will leave him in because he wants to keep his shooting as an offsetting factor so that way teams can't trap Jokic or Murray. And you saw that Warriors game, remember? They kept him in the game for AG at one point, and he's sitting wide open in the right corner, and Peyton Watson able to hit the shot to help put him back in the game. So there are moments in the game where Peyton Watson is just continuing to show like defensively, he's everywhere. Like I was watching yesterday, he's so long, so big that he literally changes the dynamic of the court defensively. And when they close with that lineup, y'all, Jamal Murray is six foot four, six foot five. Peyton Watson, six foot seven, six foot eight. Michael Porter is six foot 10. AG, six foot eight. Jokic, six foot 11. The Nuggets had four players with a seven foot or bigger wingspan on the court, seven foot or better with Jamal Murray. And Peyton Watson is developing into this player that you can legitimately play from two, three, and four. He's developing a mid range pull up shot. He's developing a zone-beating mid-range shot. He's becoming a better spot up three-point shooter. He's becoming a great transition finisher, even though yesterday he got the shot blocked by Jackson Hayes, who played a really good game for the Lakers yesterday. He should have finished it a little quicker, tried to do a little, like, Tomahawk cut-back dunk uh, instead of just going up real quick and getting that dunk in there. And, again, you know, he's, he'll learn. Adjustments, timing, all that stuff. But I think for Peyton, the fact that he's continued to elevate his game to this degree, man, it really just shows, man, that the Nuggets are just like they're they're firing on all cylinders and in a draft to have Christian Brown and Peyton Watson uh, in back to back seasons coming to the or in the same season, rather, coming to this lineup and Julian Schrother, who who will be back on the way as well. The Nuggets, man, they didn't have wings that are just going to be able to add so much from playoff time, y'all. So it's going to be really special. But the Denver Nuggets, man, like I said, their clutch defense, their offense was exceptional. Jokic was exceptional. Murray was exceptional. Porter was exceptional. A.G., All of it. And shout out Michael Malone, man. Michael Malone taking a gamble, putting Peyton in the game. Michael Malone understanding the rotation. Reggie Jackson had a nice little stint in the fourth quarter, but Michael Malone put Jamal in as soon as he needed to, and he rode Michael Porter Jr. And I think Malone always will adjust to the moment. Like, whoever's playing the best, that's who's going to close when it comes to the non jokic Murray folks. And AG, MPJ, and Peyton, man. Shout out to them, man. So tonight, y'all, the Denver Nuggets. On a second night of a back-to-back, their first back-to-back in quite some time, the Denver Nuggets are playing the Sacramento Kings. So if you look currently at the standings in the Western Conference, Nuggets are tied for the first seed with a half-game lead over the Thunder. And the Kings are sitting at the seventh seed. They lost two straight. They're 29-21. and And they're six games back of the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves in the standing as well. And... This is going to be a very important game because the Kings are trying to move up further and further. They want to, if they win this game, they'll be, well, depending on the Pelicans, they played tonight as well. The Pelicans won four straight. The Suns won three straight. They are trying to keep pace um, for that sixth seed. So it's really important for them because they want to get out of that play-in and they do not want to be down there. And on top of this, y'all, the Kings, I mean, it's a bonus make the All-Star team, but I would reckon that. The monster Sabonis has been maybe the fifth best center in the league. Jokic, Embiid, AD, Bam, and then probably Sabonis. Uh, he's playing really well. I think he has 15 triple doubles on the season this year. Uh, everybody should be available for them, except for Chris Duarte. Chris Duarte is, uh, has an ankle injury, uh, but he's to be determined. And the Nuggets could be without KCP again tonight. So that means uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to be guarded by Justin Holliday, MPJ, Aaron Gordon, and they're going to make them work. They're really gonna make them work, so it's gonna be a really interesting game. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, uh, they are so right now. Sacramento, as of right now, they're minus two and a half point favorites. Um, basically, that means the home advantage is going towards the Kings. Um, again, uh, the Nuggets have they're thirty six and sixteen on the year. Kings twenty nine and twenty or twenty nine and twenty one. Uh, the head to head, the Nuggets did play them earlier this year. I, I think y'all probably remember. Uh, remember the Nuggets were in position to win that game, Uh, but the, the Kings ended up winning. And in part, I know this is not a laughing thing. I know people were upset at the time, but y'all remember uh, Deandre Jordan had that stint in that game where he basically gave up a live ball turnover that led him to a walk-in three pointer uh for the Kings. I think it might've been De'Aaron Fox. And then that bench unit, man, uh, they just couldn't close. Right. The Nuggets, This is what it was. Jokic was a plus 11 in that game when they played. Uh, Now, Jamal Murray did not play in that game versus the Kings. Um, And then in that game, they started Reggie Jackson in his place. Reggie had 20 and 8 in that game. But Jokic was a plus 11 with 36, 13, and 14 versus the Kings the last time you saw them. KCP was a plus 9 in that lineup. And Peyton Watson was also a plus 8. But DeAndre Jordan, literally, Jokic plus 11 in that game. DeAndre Jordan was a minus 17. He was a minus 17 in that game. So what I will say about tonight's game, this is going to come down to can you get a good enough stint from the non-Yokish lineups in this game that they're not just going to get blitz. That's going to be the difference because the starters, everybody except KTP should play tonight. And if so, that should bode really well for the Denver Nuggets' chances. Now. Uh, I think tonight's going to be a really important Aaron Gordon game, really important Michael Porter Jr. game, because Keegan Murray is going to be there. You want to make sure you're playing good defense versus him, but you also want to make sure you're hitting your shots. And because Sabonis bonus, not a great rim protector. Now the Kings defense has been a little better as of late, but you want to make sure that you're taking care of the shooters, taking care of Fox, taking care of Malik Mock, Kevin Herter. Like just want to make sure they're not getting wide open three-point opportunity to Keegan Murray. Uh, Trey Lyles. And I think the Nuggets can get this game. They're just going to have to play really with their P's and Q's and tasks. And again, being in the second night of a back-to-back, but they just came off a three days rest. Just came off three days rest. So I think they should have the requisite energy in order to get it done. So if I had to pick tonight's score, I'm going to say the Denver Nuggets, they win this game. One. Let's say one twenty. To 116, 120, 116, four point win for the Denver Nuggets. The bench, now, this is the bench unit. If, there, if they can be like a minus three, minus two, y'all know how, if you're familiar with the Swipe Cam channel, if you're within a minus two to a plus two as a bench unit player, that's enough for how good the starters are. You just can't be a minus 11, a minus eight, minus nine. And now you're putting the starter in a really disadvantageous dis- situation. So, Denver Nuggets win uh, 120. I'd say 118, 114. 118, 114 win for the Denver Nuggets tonight. Jokic could be a triple double night for him again. I think Murray, if he's good to go, it should be a great game because we just haven't seen Jamal Murray play versus the team, y'all. But let me know in the comment section who y'all think is going to win, y'all. Uh, shout out to y'all, man, Locked On Nuggets community. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you leave a five-star review for us on Apple iTunes. That way we can get more and more people watching the show, y'all. And I will have another show, I believe, tomorrow. And if not, you'll have Matt and you'll have Adam coming up Sunday night. Y'all, you know what time it is. I will see y'all on the other side.